Welcome to the Immeasurably More Mini Messages. I'm Erin, here with my mom, and today we're going to talk about the power of prayer. This episode is going to be a little bit different than our previous episodes. If you are familiar with football, with Buffalo Bills football, you know about DeMar Hamlin and the very severe injury that he had on Monday night's game. Um, If you haven't heard, we encourage you to go and research about it so that you can be praying for him. He needs a miracle. We aren't doctors. We don't know all of the details of his condition right now, but we do know that all we can do right now is pray. Amen. And so that's what we are focused about in this podcast today. And I just hope that you will follow along and at the end, you will be encouraged and inspired to pray alongside us. Yes. Let's just share a little of the backstory as far as from our perspective, it was Monday night, Monday night football. It's a big deal. And it was exciting game because of the, you know, who was playing obviously the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals. And both of the team records are really good right now. They're both very good teams. So there was a lot of anticipation for this game. I can't even imagine how many millions of people were watching, but we were in our living room with some friends and the game was on. And then DeMar Hamlin suffered a cardiac arrest on the field. And it was traumatic. And I know that everyone there, everyone involved, every player, every teammate, every coach, all the fans, and then of course, everyone watching, it was a very traumatic event. And we couldn't shake it. I know Mm -hmm. none of us slept well that night. And I know that, you know, Jim woke up the next morning and I remember exactly what he said uh, in the kitchen. I think you were standing there, Aaron. And he's just like, I don't feel right at all about this. This is awful. I I don't feel right about it. And of course, none of us did. We were just still in shock, I think. And there was no news. Um, We knew that he was rushed by the ambulance to the nearest, um, trauma hospital. But even to this day, you know, I mean, the news that's out there is very limited. And so anyway, so that morning, which was Tuesday morning, I just, my heart was stirred. I needed to do something. All I know to do besides give to his charity, which literally has raised over six Six million million at this point. I mean, it's amazing. Amazing. The response from so many people to support this young man's charity. Again, look up Damar Hamlin so that you can find out more about who this young man is. He's a 24 year old kid and he's has already done so much. And now look what God is doing through his life. Um, but you know, I, my response is to pray and I was doing that. And then I was like, wait a minute, I I need to pray with other people. And so it kind of snowballed. And then I went out to the living room and was talking to Aaron and I was like, I think we need to pray. I think we need to gather maybe at the stadium. And then I started to reach out to some of my friends who have influence in the Buffalo community. And one thing led to the other. And we were literally at the stadium at three o'clock praying for number three. That's Damar's number, number three. And it was on January 3rd. 
And, you know, so I'm still in awe. That was yesterday. That was yesterday that we had our um, gathering to pray. All the press was there and it was just people were coming out. I remember standing there getting ready to pray and people were coming from all directions to gather around to pray. And and that's why we want to talk about prayer. That's why we are doing this podcast, this episode, because... We believe in the power of prayer. And not only that, as a result of what happened on Monday Night Football to DeMar, stations, so many national TV stations had prayer as the right. focus. Right. And Jesus' name was being preached on live television. And people are running to God and seeking God. It's amazing. And it's very, one, incredible and also humbling to see the amount of people that are rallying around this young man. Yes. And just even rallying around the community of Buffalo, people from all over the country are praying and all over the world. It's absolutely incredible. And what's so amazing too is that the moment it happened everyone started praying yes, players yes. were taking a knee you saw people in the stands praying i mean we, we stopped yeah. at home and we gathered around and we immediately prayed and then seeing how everyone was on twitter and instagram and all platforms saying the word prayer that we are praying for Damar Hamlin and just the incredible impact that that has. And it's incredible that when tragedy strikes, we turn to prayer, right? We turn to God. And one of the things the pastor referred to, because we had two amazing pastors who spoke and prayed over our time together at the stadium. And one of the things that they said was that we all as humans, we have eternity in us. Yes, It's ingrained in us. It was built in us. We were made in the image of God. And so we have a longing for eternity within us. And that's why people turn to prayer. Right. And I remember what it was Pastor Matt Gold. And he said, he shared the story about Peter. You know, Jesus had had shared a teaching and so many of his followers left him and, you know, he was kind of there and he's like, well, are you guys going to leave too? And Peter said to Jesus, he said, where else are we going to go? Right. You have the words of eternal life. And when Matt shared that, I was like, amen. I'm like, right. And eternity is in our hearts and our desire to know God is there, whether we acknowledge God or not, it's there because we're human and we're, we were created by God. And I love too what pastor Pete shared regarding that, that we are all made in the image of God, that our hearts long for our creator. And this is a beautiful example, as tragic as it is of our desire to know God and our our need for God. It was like, And I'm still in awe and it's still happening today. People are seeking after God as a result of what happened to Damar and they're being vocal about it. National news stations are being vocal that anchor, I don't know if that's what you call him, an analyst or something on ESPN. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he started praying Right on last time. Oh my goodness. Like, yes, because we all need God. Yes, we want a miracle for DeMar. And yes, we believe God can do it. But let's just 
acknowledge the fact that we know we are recognizing our need for God as as a nation, I believe, and as a community and as people. And it's incredibly profound. And the prayers continue for Damar. And they will continue. We will not stop praying. And when I think about all of this, it also has made me realize that regardless of whether people are Christians, whether or not they have a relationship with God, there's something in them that believes in the power of healing. There's something in them that believes that there is a God out there that can heal. Otherwise, they wouldn't be praying. Otherwise, they wouldn't have the urge in their heart and their soul to go to a God to pray. And that is incredibly powerful. Oh, it is. And you know, like you said, it doesn't matter what your faith background is. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, there's one true God and his son, Jesus made a way that we can pray. And what's amazing about that is that I, and it makes me think of this time when Paul was preaching to, you know, people that were worshiping an unknown God. And Paul's like, I know this God, let me tell you about him. Right, right. And, and that w- is what I believe too is so powerful that's coming out of this is that people are seeking after God, this God they don't know. But the, like you said, they there's this deep innate need for him. And we all have that. And amazing. I, I can't believe what's happening. It's it's incredible. And I'm so thankful that we can play a very, very small part in our own community to pray for Jamar, to pray for the Bills organization, to pray for his teammates, to pray for his family, to pray for his friends, and to continue to pray. You know, the prayers aren't going to cease. Right. And that makes me think of, I think it's, I don't know where it is in the Bible, but it's a verse that says to pray, pray without, without ceasing. ceasing. And what does that mean? Is that Does that mean we're always on our knees praying? Well, no, we can't always be on our knees praying, but that we're constantly in communication with God. We're checking in with God all day long. And if something comes up on our heart, some, God lays something on our heart that we're talking to him about it. We're like, Lord, please take care of that. Please, you know, I'm praying for that person. And you know, whatever that looks like in our own individual lives. But that to me is what praying without ceasing means is that we're constantly in conversation with God. And I just want to go to scripture as we're talking about this and refer to places in the Bible where people talk about prayer, but also where Jesus calls us to pray. Yes. Psalm 145, 18 says, The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. And just thinking about this, and I just have to stop at this one verse and say that we are, as a community around the world, we are calling on him. Yes. And he is drawing near to us, whether we feel it in the moment or not, he is drawing near. And that is so powerful and so true. And Psalm 17, six says, I call on you, my God, for you will answer me, turn your ear to me and hear my prayer. We see all throughout scripture, people pleading with God, hear my prayer, hear my prayer. And he does. Yeah, says he's he's near and he's kind and he's merciful and he's patient. He's so good to us. And, you know, I just want to say that he's always at work. We don't always see the answer to prayers and we certainly don't always see the answer that we actually pray for specifically. Right. No matter what kind of pain and heartbreak we must endure or difficult circumstances or changes we must face, God is ultimately in control. 
And when we trust and are confident in his sovereignty and live and trust his character, we can face the difficult situations in our lives. You know, and what you said regarding the people of scripture, prayer is from the first page to the very end. Well, and what you're talking about of, you know, things don't always go the way we plan or the way we hope, but they always go according to God's plan. Amen. And he says in Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And I believe that's what we're doing. Yes. We are seeking him with all our heart. And he says, if you seek me, you will find me. Right. And God's not hiding from us. He wants to be found. He wants to be known. He wants to be heard. He wants to be seen. And he's an amazing, incredible God that we, we get to come to. What a privilege it is to call on him in prayer. And, mm. you know, let's just be there's no possible way we could ever exhaust talking about prayer in one short episode because prayer is beyond our ability to fully comprehend. And prayer, you know, and I love when your dad says, I just talk to God, I don't pray. <laughs> it's so simple, but yet it is really that simple. It's talking right. to God, it's crying out to God. And we've even said, help is a prayer. And I believe also that our unspoken hurts our prayer as well. God knows our unspoken desires. He knows the cry of our heart and he is responding to us in the midst of all that we're going through. Sometimes we see it. Sometimes I believe he gives us eyes to see it. And for instance, yesterday was January 3rd. It didn't even hit us. At first, it was January 3rd. And we prayed for number three at 3 p.m. And then the Buffalo Sabres, I don't know all the statistics, but there were about five different threes at the Buffalo Sabres game. I don't believe in coincidence. That is, to me, this is just my interpretation of all that. that God's like, I'm in this. I'm with you. I'm here. Mm. I see. I know. I'm working. And that, to me, encourages me. It's so encouraging and when we found that out when (laughs) we were just absolutely amazed by god and it did give me so much comfort yes and i think it gave so many other people comfort too god is in this he's with us he hears our prayers and that alone can give us so much comfort and confidence confidence in who he is and this verse, 1 John 5, 14 says, this is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. We can have confidence in approaching God right where we are, no matter where we are, we can have confidence that he hears our prayers. Part of that verse also says, according to his will. Right. And I believe you know, God has revealed his will through the word of God, but also there are obviously are circumstances that we don't necessarily know the will of God, but we can know the character of God. And for, for me, that is by far what sustains me and encourages me in prayer. And when I'm praying for someone else, because I don't know his will. And just like none of us right now know the will for 
Damar Hamlin's life? We don't know, but we can know the character of God. We can know that God is good, that he's going to work all things together for good, that he's kind and merciful and just and holy. All the things about himself that he's revealed to us through his word and through creation, through his son, Jesus, we can know those things about God. And that's what I cling to. We certainly have been in prayer through the years daily, but in really difficult seasons, we have been on our face in prayer. And I'll tell you what, another thing about prayer that has been vital for us is the community of people praying together. And that was really what was happening yesterday. It's like, I needed community. I was praying and I was talking to God and certainly that is sufficient and it's amazing. And I'm so thankful, but I needed other people with me. I needed other people to pray. I needed to be around praying people. And that's what I think we're seeing too, is people coming together and joining in prayer with others. And there is so much power where two or more are gathered. God says, there he is in our midst. And there's power in community prayer. And I think that too was revealed in our time yesterday is that mm-hmm. not only did we feel like we needed community, but everyone who was able to come there, even the people that watched live on our Instagram or weren't able to be there, like people long for community. These people came, yes, to pray, but because they wanted to pray with other people. Right. And shout out to the community of Buffalo we love you and yes. we are so thankful just for your support of our family in the past, your support now for Damar and his family and just the support of people all around the country, all around the world. And if I just have something to say to all of you is that don't stop praying. Amen. Do not stop praying for Damar, for his family, his friends, his teammates that were on the field with him and watched this happen, coaches, medical staff, and not only to pray for them, but to thank God. Yes. To thank God that there were medical staff there who rushed immediately to Damar's attention and were able to really give him life-saving treatment on the field to even get him to the hospital. And so continue to pray. We will not stop praying. We have... Let's pray now. Yes, let's (laughs) let's pray now. (laughs) Let's not stop. Heavenly Father, thank you so much that we can come to you, Lord, that we can come boldly to the throne of grace to find help in our time of need. Jesus, you made a way for us to come to the Father. Thank you so much for all that you have done on our behalf so that we can pray, so that we can come to you. Lord, you know what's on our hearts. You know the needs that we all have. Everyone listening to this podcast has their own needs, has their own circumstances, has their own difficulties that they're going through. Lord, and then of course, Damar Hamlin, his family, his friends, his teammates, Buffalo Bills organization, or the community of Buffalo, we need you. We need you desperately, Lord. And we know and we come to you with confidence because we trust in your character. We trust that you are who you say you are, that you are good, that you are kind, that you are loving, that you are gracious, that you are merciful, that you are the God you say you are. You you are that God and you heal. You're the God who heals. We trust in your healing power over Damar's life, Lord. We trust that he will get up and walk. We pray that. We don't know your will, Lord. Like we said, we don't know your will, 
But we're praying that we're praying that he gets up out of his hospital bed and he walks and he talks and maybe he even plays football again, Lord. We don't know your will again, but we entrust his life to you. And we know that you are going to do immeasurably more than anything that we could ever ask or pray right now, Lord, because you are an immeasurably more God. Your plans are perfect and your plans cannot be thwarted for Damar's life and for every life of every person listening to this episode right now, Lord, your plans cannot be thwarted. We trust you. Help us to know and love you more. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.